Hey friends, welcome to the Johnson City Living Podcast where we learn about the people, places, events, and flavors that make Johnson City a lovely place to live. It is another gorgeous day here in Johnson City. Kids are back in school. We are back on track with schedules and that kind of stuff um it's just interesting for sure that we're moving into that time of year it doesn't seem like it's time but you know what it is time for it's time to hang out with my good friend ryan mckinney he is a team leader at kw he's the ceo of keller williams locally (laughs) he's an ex-baseballer he's a husband a father and one of my dear friends and so ryan thanks for coming on the podcast thanks for having me also i left off podcaster yourself sure so. yeah we've got one as well it's a great opportunity it's fun to hang out and learn um this model of of podcasting and to team up with market street media as well and yeah and Layton and today and the work that they're doing is it's always good opportunity so johnson city living podcast you live in johnson city absolutely you've been here a while <laughs> what is your favorite thing about johnson city i would when I'm uh, promoting Johnson City to our friends, I almost say it's easy. Oh, okay. you know, it's easy living in a way because yeah. we've got a quality of life and a standard of living that our community provides, and yet we're—I also call us like a mid-major, uh-huh. right? right? Like we're yeah. big enough to have a lot of cool stuff and fun stuff, and yet we don't have the the pressures or the things that come along with having a Nashville with traffic or Charlotte or Atlanta. Right. Um, yet we're three and a half to four out and a half hour drive from each one of those. So yeah. um, quality of life and the people, mm-hmm. you know, it comes down to people and connection and relationships and having been in Johnson city 42 years, there's a lot of that here. And it's funny how you'll go, um, years and not know somebody right. and then it's just i was talking to Leighton about it earlier connecting with a, a new friend last night and we essentially have the same circles of friends and just have never met so it's it's really a, an easy place to live i think so easy like sunday morning kind of thing easy like every day <laughs> <laughs> it's easy like sunday okay yeah so, um well i agree the people And the area is just fantastic. And so if you're out there listening to the Johnson City Living Podcast, we encourage you to come check us out in person. You can even come be on the podcast. Just reach out to Come visit. Come to one of these festivals they're having. We got Um, the um, Mountain, what is it called? Yeah, I know. The Mountain Days, I think. No, it's, uh, what's the name of the mountain festival, Leighton, that's coming up? Meet the Mountains. Meet the Mountains. If you haven't met our mountains, they are some great mountains you to know, hang out with. Mike Hensley posted on LinkedIn yesterday, and he, he had a photo shoot of Buffalo Mountain. Oh, yeah. Um, and he did some aerial shots, and it was just beautiful. And, and I commented to him, I'm like, my favorite mountain of all time, obviously, because I grew up in the shadows of it. Less than three miles, like, out, looking out my parents' kitchen window, I'm staring at Buffalo Mountain. So, um, it's it's just great to look at and and fun to utilize for trails and hiking and biking and anything you want to do and it'll um it's a quick hike but it'll kick your butt (laughs) it does i mean it's like straight up yep so it's good it's good so tell us a little bit about ryan mckinney what's you grew up here 
you played a little baseball, I remember, mm-hmm. and you went to a university in our area. Yep. And that's about it, right? That's that's it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I grew up here. Um, we had um, a very uh, – our my my friends who don't have as normal a life as we had growing up call, called us the, the Cleaver family mm-hmm. um, because we looked like an episode of – Leave it to Beaver. Um, one of my well, friends. Your dad is Ward, and your mom's name is Jean. <laughs> Coincidentally enough, right? Um, Just like it. one of my friends. We walked in. It was a Saturday morning. I'm in college, and my dad's doing the checkbook, and my mom's making homemade donuts with my little sister. And she's like, "Well, aren't you all just the the Cleaver family?" Um, <laughs> and and that was it. So very um, fun, easy uh, life growing up. As in. Um, not easy as an easy street, but easy as in not a lot of drama. And that's kind of how I like to have it too. Yes. Um, and so two great parents, two great sisters, uh, grew up, of course, throwing a ball off a wall, just playing sports whenever we could. And um, went to ETSU mm-hmm. after Science Hill and played some baseball there. What position did you play? I grew up playing shortstop and then um, played a little bit of second, a little bit of short and a little bit third at ETSU. Cool. Weak hitting middle infielder, good with the glove. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Learned a lot of the tricks of the trade by sitting on the bench a lot. Well, you learn a lot by watching. Yes, sometimes. you do. Um, so met Tony my Tony. Yeah, so I had Coach Campbell for two years, and then Coach Skull for two years. Nice. Both great experiences, and enjoyed playing for both of them. Tony's and down in the Citadel right now. He is. Yep. And, hey, Tony. Uh, I hope you're listening. Ryan's here. And uh, he's um, he was a good uh, influence on on our life and paying attention to detail, uh, kind of a mentality. That's so, cool. uh, met this little gal from Sevierville, um, down there and ended up, um, uh, talking her into dating me and we dated for five and a half years and ended up marrying Sarah. Wow. Good job. It took Thank you a you. while to pin her down, huh? That's exactly right. Yeah. Chasing was, her all around town. She was like, I don't know. Let me well, that was, that was, I told Carter that the other day I was like, you know, we were talking about girls and things like that. And I said, um, don't, don't be afraid to to tell the girl you like you like her. Right. I said even if she's like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> I said because that's what your mom said when I told her I liked her. Um. So we've been married now seventeen years. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have three kids and love life in Johnson City. Yeah. Yeah. When was the last time you told Sarah you liked her? This morning. That a boy. <laughs> so you've been in johnson city were you born in johnson i was yep i was born in mom was telling me this the other day because we were at white duck and um there is the center for i think assisted living or, or probably like a retirement community uh, the agape yeah yeah the old johnson city hospital was that's there. where i was born my sister was born there. okay yeah. yep yeah now um, you don't play baseball professionally, right? So you've got a little bit of a <laughs> yeah. job, I think. Yeah. So Grady asked the other day, that's my six-year-old. He's like, how come you didn't play professional baseball? Yeah. Like it's not? just, you know, why didn't one of those things. And I said, well, buddy, I probably wasn't good enough. So hmm. just being real. And you probably saw a lot of those guys who did play some pro ball come through and it's just a different level. Isn't it? I mean, yeah, like, it, it doesn't matter. Like you could have practiced 24 hours a day. There's just God given talent Yes, that you can't create like with practice. Yeah. God given talent as in somebody who's six four, two twenty, 
and I was, you know, six Close. foot nothing and <laughs> one eighty. Um, so that's some God given talent. And then yes, you know the 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 ball coming off of the bat of Andy Baxter, who you know, yes, or my college roommate Nathan Copeland, coming off their bat is just a different sound, and it's and it's really nothing that they've perfected besides doing the work, right? But it's just it, it's like there's some fast twitch muscles there that so, some people have and some people don't. Golf ball coming off of my club does not go as far as, you know, a professional. Right. And through no, you know, they may be even smaller or less, you know, yes. opportunity to do what I could do in golf. But, you know, yeah. So. so instead of playing professional baseball, you are working for Keller Williams Real Estate. That's right. Realty, right? And I have the blessing of being able to work with you every day. Well, I appreciate that. Now, if the Braves ever wanted to call, they want, and they need another. If, if Ozzy Albies goes down, right, and they need a nice little second okay. baseman with a good glove who can turn a double play, and yeah. I probably won't hit I like Ozzy. I think they're listening right now, so they'll probably call <laughs> you up and they'll be like, "Hey, that'd be good." Mm-hmm. But yes, we um, we took the opportunity. We had a couple of um, our ownership group call us in the end of 2017. Mm-hmm. And say, hey, we have this opportunity, uh, this position available. Um, what I've learned about this role of team leader, CEO-ish, is that it's really just a people development mm-hmm. position. Mm-hmm. Of how do you help individual agents grow and become the best that they can become? Mm-hmm. And that's really what Keller Williams is all about. Yeah, And that's why I think we were so drawn to them. When I had my real estate license, mm-hmm. um, you, were, uh, you were running an insurance company at that point, right? Correct. Well, so we got laid off, kind of going back yeah, to 2009. Where did you get your degree? Um, advertising. Oh, okay, cool. Right. Um, DJ Jesse. Nice. One of the best. Tony Treadway, he was on um, our program the other day. Cool. Uh, one of my professors. So it was a great opportunity to to, to talk to some of the folks in, in that industry. Um get out, um, did some inside sales, outside sales, pharmaceutical sales, get light laid off in a nine month period. And said, well, I don't know where, what direction we need to be going. If this is not the right thing, got my real estate license, Mm -hmm. dual went back into pharmaceuticals though, Mm -hmm. took, um, both of those dual careers. Um, and then probably six months into that, I was like, I need to look at, other opportunities. Mm-hmm. Andy Baxter had just come to KW mm-hmm. and said, Hey, why don't you take a look at what we're doing over here? Yeah. And that's where I landed at KW. Yeah. In the meantime, one of my best friends who was a college teammate said, Hey, we need this commercial insurance in the tri cities mm-hmm. uh, position filled. Yeah. And it was always one of those things where it was like, yeah, let's take a look at it. And the opportunity was there and we loved it. It was great. We won the trip at Hawaii. It was phenomenal. <laughs> and yet Sarah had gotten her real estate license. And so it was, how do we get on the same page and Go talk the same language every single day? Yeah. So that was 2018. That's cool. And then you became team leader in 2018. Is that right? January 2nd, Sorry, 2018. I know that. Uh, That's all right. Yeah. And it's been it's been a really good ride with you so mm-hmm. far, Thank and we're you. looking forward to you staying on for as long as you will because it's been going well. Um, so tell 
I guess our listeners about Keller Williams overall mm-hmm. and and then shrink it down to our market. Sure. Because I'm I'm preaching KW all the time, but right. you know, it helps to have like some yeah, some reference points from other people that aren't me. So when I think of Keller Williams and when I talk to people about KW, I look at it as not only the largest and most if you want to call it powerful, I don't know, but like the the largest real estate network in the world. And that comes with not only finding agents everywhere, but also from the scalability of us being able to work together and have on the back end, which is probably too much information, but data and things that are going on and resources that we can pull together. But from a learning perspective, which is kind of what I always go to, is anybody that has any desire to learn something that they can't learn here with us or out of Knoxville or out of the region or out of the United States, we will find somebody who has done what you want to do right? and put you in position to succeed. Or if they haven't, you've got a brand new idea. We're going to hook you up with people who can help facilitate and help you think Correct. through and grow that idea to where it needs to go. We put people in an environment to succeed mm-hmm. at a level that most places may not be able to do. Yeah. Um, and so then locally we have had such a great opportunity to put people into positions of success and to, to really create an opportunity and a, in an environment for our agents locally Mm -hmm. to succeed, but also to, to have a life worth living. Mm -hmm. Um, we obviously want people to have a great career and have a great business. And yet, in my opinion, in the mission statement of the company, if, if we're not having a life worth living and living a life by design, mm-hmm. then our value proposition or our, our goal is that you have the best of both worlds. Yeah. Yeah. And I think um, coming to Keller Williams, it's been 10 years ago. Um, just learning that has changed my world. So like just having a life by design, people are like, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. And you're like, well, I mean, you got to think daily what you want out of your life and, and then it, you put it yourself in a position to go get it. And I think a lot of people just get up, go to work, That's turn it. around, go to bed, turn it again the next day, just kind of repetitively and not thinking like, you know what? I am in control of my life and um, I can make it about However I want. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, um, hopefully my boys, your kids are learning that early yeah. and they can absolutely um, not get stuck in the cogs of the machine and just kind of, sure. you know. Well, and something, this is, I, I, I was in a coaching conversation yesterday and um, something that we haven't even discussed with our team locally, but, but what I was being coached to to help our people do is to really get some clarity around the next 60 years right and right. What, what's that going to look like what are the experiences and the joy and and the events that you want to have happen and let's kind of timeline that and and put that on a piece of paper and then figure out what we need to do to help you get there mm. and so then we come alongside of you and and whether it's at kw or 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 if anybody's listening, does this with their own company or their own spouse or uh, their kids, it really, 
what it does is it brings you closer together mm-hmm. in relationship because once you know, oh, this is the goal, right? Now we can just reverse engineer, right? How we get to that goal, yeah. whether it's financially or having a, a beach house at Kiowa, which we've talked about, and things like that. Just how do we put things in place to make that happen? And when you're coaching somebody and helping somebody to do that, then that's how you create a world big enough to where people are drawn to that world that you're in and attracted to your company or to your sphere of influence right. to help them get what they want. Yeah. And I think it's, um, that's a big part of your role is coaching and just trying yeah. to lead people in that direction of where does my life, where do I want to go? And so I think if we can spread that a little more, our company will continue to grow. Yeah. I, I think people deep down want that. Um, they want more than they um, than they realize and that, and then they, I don't think they, I think they think too small sometimes too. Me included. Right. Oh, I mean, here. it's been a challenge. I've been challenged over the past two or three months to say, to, to be told like, what if you thought bigger right. and what would that look like? And if, right. if that was the goal. And so it's not just that, but, but I think the, the benefit of having like-minded people mm-hmm. in a company who's willing to say, why not set your goals big? Sure. Why not have big dreams? Mm-hmm. We have an abundance mentality. Mm-hmm. And when you put, you know, I love what Gary Keller says that he's the founder of Keller Williams for those of you that don't know, but he says, when you set a big goal and, and don't achieve it, that's okay. Right. The myth is that you set a high goal and you don't achieve it. And that's considered failure, but that's not true. Right. right? And his, his analogy is, you know, if, if you only need to get one yard on the football field, then you're going to have different actions and different goals and, and you're going to have different people around sure. you as opposed to if you need to get a hundred yards versus the Atlanta Falcons, right. I'm going to need a different cast of characters, right? <laughs> yeah. I'm going to need to take different actions. I'm going to prepare differently. And so when you set big goals, your mindset gets into that of even if your goal is to to sell $10 million next year in your career and you only get seven. Yeah. Well, you took the activities to do what a $10 million producer does right. as opposed to, well, I only want to sell three because I think that's realistic. Right. So then you end up selling three and you kind of shortchange your life. Right. Yeah. We talk about goals a lot around our house and, um, yeah. And I think it's amazing the way the Lord made us too. you know, like once you start thinking about something, um, there's just a number of times things just start showing up to help you, you know, it's yeah. like, Oh, well, I just saw a class I could take that would help me get into That's that. It. Or I ran into this guy on the street or in the airport or wherever that, you know, he's done it before or pick up a book. I mean, it's just, I think our father wants us to succeed and yep. do well and he just helps us, but we've got to submit and, and follow. Right. Um, but, yeah, you gotta you gotta put in the work too. It's of not course, just happen overnight. But there's a bold law we take at take at KW. It says what you focus on expands, mm-hmm. and so if you're going to focus on negativity, then the negativity will be all you see, mm-hmm. right? Yes, sir. If you walk out the building today and you're like, "Oh, it's so hot out here," you're going to be hot. Yeah. <laughs> if you walk out and you're like, "Man, I'm in a great mood. It feels great out here," then it's going to be a great day. Yeah. Um, you know, and so when you are focusing on wealth building. Another tenant that I feel like we have a, a great opportunity to do at KW and what right. we help our folks do, when you focus on wealth building and you say, hey, I need to go find a an investment property, mm-hmm. lo and behold, 
they they just start showing up. up. You are going to do a a flip property and yet you need a a cash partner who's bringing cash to the table and you just start thinking and looking and talking to people. And then lo and behold, you've got five or six people that are willing to be a cash partner. It's because that's what you were focusing on. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, I miss Bolt. Like, uh, you know, being in that classroom setting this whole past year, it's funny because I am reverting. I'm catching myself reverting back to old Colin, pre-KW, where, yeah. you know, you're just kind of doing the deal. I'm in the grind. I'm just getting it done. And as opposed to living a life by design, you yep. know, focusing on um, what matters every day and in every way. And so, um, yeah, and, and even today um, – well, yesterday was Christian's first day back to school mm-hmm. at, um, at Providence. Yep. And so we did it. We started, we're in the car. We do our affirmations every yeah. morning. I'm going to have a great day. I'm going to learn lots of new and awesome things. I'm going to be the best me I can be. I'm a strong, handsome, confident, intelligent, healthy young man who can do anything he puts his mind to with God's help. And so just programming ourselves yes. again. And so I was like, ah. Oh. I miss it, you know, yeah, and I I'm got, smiling behind this mask. Yeah, right I, I missed it, and yeah. I'm glad I'm, we're we're back at it. And so, um, yeah, yeah, hopefully, I've trained up the boys to to continue to go that way. And Bold will, I think, I talked to James Shaw over the weekend. He's the director of Bold. He's out of Tampa. Um, October, I think we will be able to partner with another. Uh, KW office Good. to to be yeah and for our listeners Keller our Williams Realty um, has a program called Business Objectives a Life by Design and so yeah. it's a six eight week class where you yeah. can go together with other agents and just really grow your mindset it's, that's it um, it's business basics basically but it's right it's really just teaching you that you've got limiting beliefs in there that you need to we all do root so, out and correct and and that's the struggle with every business right. Um, plenty of listen, listeners here that aren't in real estate. Sure. And we've had plenty of allied resources and vendor partners that come to these classes because probably the first two, 25% is about mindset. Yeah. As we all know, with any book that we read, right. it always starts with mindset. Right. And so that's the the power of having a conditioning program, whether you're lifting weights or working on your mind, if you can condition your mind, then you're going to put yourself in position to succeed more often than not. Yeah, for sure. Um, tell let's, so yeah, if you're a listener and you're not a real estate professional or, um, you can one get in touch with Ryan and be one for sure. Um, if you are just in another business and you want to learn more about bold and yeah. Keller Williams and the business models there, we would love to help you. So, I mean, that's the cool thing about KW. We want, the whole world to float a little higher That's by it. thinking a different way. And um, all of our training's free, right? Yep. For the most part. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, yeah, you could come to Bold with us and hang out and right. um, learn all kinds of neat things. So, and From from my perspective, the, the ability to put people in position to succeed is not just relegated to people in real estate. And right. so we have the opportunity – when our realtors speak differently, act differently, talk differently, run their business like a business, mm-hmm. that can help anybody. Sure. That can help any business owner in Johnson City yeah. just from talking about the, the three facets of business, lead generation, lead follow-up, and, and then transaction management, mm-hmm. right? Um, you know, we have business principles that succeed no matter where you are. Right. And if people look at real estate, they enjoy doing the house shirt search 
Um, they, they see that as an opportunity to maybe provide income for their family, then yeah, by all means, they need to talk to us and, and have a conversation of what that looks like. And, and whether it's talking to me or talking to you, and then we talk to them together, um, I, I think they can draw a lot on my conversations with literally the president of KW, who I was on a call with yesterday at lunch, right? Um, and the VP of industry and, and occasionally Gary Keller jumps on there. So, and the local knowledge of a 17 year veteran in real estate to hear your perspective of what life was like before KW and, and then what they get from KW as an agent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, till let's, okay, let's talk to agents. Mm-hmm. And so, um, besides mindset, I mm-hmm. mean, what, what is Keller, like say they're with a Remax or a Century 21 or an EXP or something like that. What, um, what would be the benefit for them to come to, to Keller Williams? So I'll never, and I know you're not asking me to do this. So like, like I'll never say anything bad about another company, no. right? Because, because, um, there's all kinds of great companies in our, in our region. It's, it's different, right? When I was in pharmaceuticals, it was, let's compare the two products from a very macro level. The, the resources, tools, education, training, our value proposition, in my opinion, you get more value at a Keller Williams than you do at any other uh, real estate firm for our listeners who don't know, like what kind of, why you pay, how do you pay for the value? What, how does that whole model work? Like I, I know it very yeah. well, but I'm going to let the expert right explain it. So, so, so you, and, and that's my thing too, right? In the, in the absence of value, it always comes down to price. And yet what I tell people when we're talking about our company is my goal is to show you all the resources and the value that we put on your plate. And then also be the most economical compensation model in the industry and especially even in the Tri-Cities. And so for us, what has separated Keller Williams from every other real estate firm uh, up to this point has, to me, the number one thing is that we, we as in our ownership group, shares the profits with our associates who we call stakeholders right. who have helped us grow our company. Right. So you imagine a food city mm-hmm. who says, Hey, Mr. or Mrs. Cashier, right. because you, you brought us clients, right. which bought groceries. We're going to, at the end of the month from our profits, distribute and share half of those profits with you because these people came shopping here because of you. Right. right? Mm-hmm. So we do that for our agents. Right. And so when you share in the profits, to me, that's the big why of Keller Williams. The fact that whether anybody ever financially in, is incentivized for it, which we are, the the mindset of and the culture of a company who has profit share, <laughs> where in a world of backstabbing and independent contractors in real estate, and, and that's not everybody, but you know, it's a lot of the real estate game. There are a few out there. In a world of that... Where the the exact opposite is everybody's rooting for you mm-hmm. and everybody wants to see you succeed. Mm-hmm. That's just so refreshing to me, and that's I think our culture and why our culture, why Stanford did a did a white paper on our culture because of our profit share. Right. 
And so even if nobody ever financially um, wins with, with profit share, which they do, I don't want that to be the, the comment, but the fact that every single individual person in our office wants each other to succeed, first of all, coming from a mindset of abundance. Right. There's plenty out there. Then creates a culture of um, shared success and that shared success creates more profit. And the more profit you have, the more profit you have to share. Right. <laughs> so for me, the the baseline culture of profit share is the why behind why we've been so successful as a company. And then when you look at, okay, now the day-to-day, mm-hmm. and so profit share gets you on that horizontal wealth building mm-hmm. axis, right? Vertical access, sell a house, get paid, sell a house, get paid, right? Go to work, right. get paid, this that kind of thing. Passive in string. Correct. Passive string. Correct. Um, and then on the day to day of a model, uh, typically if, if you're not in real estate or if you are in real estate um, and you work at a place and you sell a house, and no matter what, there's always going to be a, a split that you pay to the house right. or you pay to your broker. Um, except at Keller Williams. And we say, you know what? We have a threshold that once you cross that threshold, now you are 100% commission. Right. The split disappears. The split disappears. And so both from a royalty, right? Because we do pay a royalty, pay the house. 6% to the franchise, but that caps at a significantly low amount. It's been the same amount for 35 years. Yeah. And then we've also got our cap here locally. Um, and so the cost of doing business, whether you're a $2 million producer or a $20 million producer is essentially the same based on what you pay the house. Um, and so to me, there's a lot of value in that, in that the, uh, the, the agent who says the, (laughs) the more I sell, the more I'm going to continue to share Mm -hmm and pay back to my brokerage kind of is a myth that doesn't need to happen. No. Right? Right. The, the, the model with Keller Williams is the more you sell, like we'll stay right here. Our job is to help you become the best that you can be. Right. Keep go selling, keep go selling. We'll, we'll help you however we can. And there's a lot of, it's very refreshing also transparently as an, a leader in our company is that, you know, Tony Skull used to say my favorite, I don't have favorite players, but I do have favorite players in a way because those are the guys that are knocking in the runs. Right. And so for us, it, it systematically or culturally has a situation where we don't necessarily have favorite players, right? Because everybody pays who caps pays this amount. Right. So whether you sell 2 million or 25 million, we're all even all even everybody has the same opportunity and yet just like tony like my favorites are the ones that are getting the rbis right and and the ones that are running the business the way a business can be run and investing in themselves and coming to us with the hey what can i do to take this business and break through to the next level those are the ones that i enjoy working with because we partner and we team up and we Explode their business. And you love coaching. Yeah. Like you're, yeah, I can tell you got excited right then. (laughs) And so I think that's cool because I think, yeah, the Lord puts you in the right spot. Yeah. For sure. Because you get to do both. And 
your wife gets to sell real estate. That's and, right. And you get to help her. That's get right. To coach her up. So there's, she's kind of got a little unfair advantage, really. I mean, she 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 does right. The there's no. Yeah. However, you can't have like a spouse as a coach a lot of times. So that's a very good point. There's <laughs> conversations that we'll have, and I'll say, well, you know, and you know, in a husband tone, probably right. saying, hey, why don't you just do it this way? And it's right. like, well, because I da 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 da. Yeah. Where if I probably said that in a husband tone to one of our other agents, like it wouldn't come across in a great right. conversation anyway. Right. So yes, there's probably a little bit of an unfair advantage in that her one-on-one coaching time uh-huh. at dinner, uh-huh. right. Yeah. Um, is time that, you know, you and I don't get to spend together, right. but it's also the same. It's probably the same conversation that you and I have. It's just that we have it three times more. Right. Um, and so, um, the principles and the conversations that I'm having every day and, you know, there's no like, well, in Colin's business, you know, here's his finances and, you know, that kind of a thing. But it's more of like, Hey, I learned something today mm-hmm. from talking to Mark King, the president. Okay. And as I'm talking to all of our agents, obviously she gets to hear that both corporately and privately. Right. Yeah. Um, okay. Back. So thank you for sharing about Keller Williams. Absolutely. Thank you for what you're doing there. Um, what do you see happening in Johnson city in the next 10, 15, 20 years? I think we are right behind, you know, when you, when I talk to Bob Cantler and those guys, you know, the, the chamber and, and folks that are helping design our city. Um, I think we are kind of right behind Asheville, Knoxville, Chattanooga in a good way where we're learning from their um, growth. Growth. (laughs) Yes. And maturity and and some, some of the bad things that come along with that. So hopefully we're able to see that and say, Oh yeah, great. We liked this part of that. Now we can do what we want to do there, but, but come back here. But I think we're having a lot of, COVID taught us a lot about remote work and right. things like that and quality of life. Um, the article I read probably a couple months ago is the great resignation of 2020 yeah. where people are just like, if I can work anywhere, then why am I living here? And we're getting thousands of people. It feels like every day. They're not, yes. They're not, right. but there are thousands of people looking at our area. Absolutely. To work and so I think we'll grow. I hope we grow the right way. Yeah. Um, in that, and that's hard, you know, I'm right. as a, as a, you know, if I were one of the leaders of our town or community or whatever, yeah. like, how do you future cast that and see what's going on? You know, yep. like, and that, cause you don't know, we right. don't know how big we're going to get. We don't know if there's going to be some kind of downshift. I mean, how do you, you navigate it all? So I'll, I'll, I continue to pray for our area. That Me too. Well. And I think the, the bright Ridge, um, fiber optic, um, is is going to be huge, right? When you're one of a dozen or so communities in the country, it really starts to put you on the map to where you've got upload speeds for all these tech companies that, you know, you can really be started in your basement or in your office at home or in a building, you know, downtown Johnson City. Yeah. Now people are seeing the opportunity to then say, well, I can live anywhere right. and I can go to this town. Mm-hmm which has great quality of life, very easy to live there. And <laughs> my work is not suffering because it's not like I'm in the middle of nowhere, not having anything put up. So I think that'll be a, a huge player for, yeah. for us moving forward. So I think we'll grow. 
I think we'll continue to uh, see our downtown expand and become uh, uh, the the center of our town again. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, from the um, the workforce, I think we'll. I think there's a push now towards um, more of a younger workforce uh-huh. to make sure that people obviously of all ages enjoy Johnson city. However, we know whether it's a, a business or a church or a community, right? We have this life cycle. Right. And if we don't bring in a young professional base to replace the young professionals that are now not so young professionals moving on in their career, then what's Johnson city going to be? So, but I think the, the draw of the mountains and the draw of everything that the Johnson city has done in our entire region, you know, not to, take out some of the other folks, but what Johnson city has done to be attractive to a young professional has, has really started to, to gain some traction there. Yeah, I agree a hundred percent. And just the, the people here, I mean, we truly love one another and, and try and, you know, um, love everybody who moves here for sure. Um, what's something that I didn't ask you that you would like to share? Anything? I mean, you're list talking to people all over the country, yeah. all over the world. I shouldn't even. You know, it's it's almost along the lines of being a proponent for Johnson City. Uh-huh. Um, but I think the the opportunity that we have here in our town for those of you that aren't here, mm-hmm. come check us out. Yeah. For those of us that are here, I hope people appreciate what we have, and I think most of us do, right? Um, however, I, you know, I, I encourage our kids. Like, this is a great place to live. Sure. Um, and so, Johnson City Living, to me, um, is also equated with appreciating what we have here. And whether that's just being kind to each other or, you know, picking trash up off the street like we did on the sidewalk the other day at the school, you know, like, and, and just being welcoming to uh, folks that are moving in and then just being welcoming to each other. I think we have a, a, a great place to do that. Yeah, I agree. Um, how can our listeners connect with you, Ryan? Tell us about your podcast. Um, I'm, I, I'm on the platform market street media. Um, it's called the Johnson city small business podcast where we connect our citizens a lot like we do here yeah. on Johnson city living, connect our citizens specifically to the small businesses of which Johnson I city. Love, and it's been great. It's a lot of what yeah. you've been doing as well, which is amazing. Um, personally, I, I, I feel like I love LinkedIn. Uh-huh. And so LinkedIn is a great place to connect with me yeah. just because I feel like we're in that professional mindset mode of communication. So, mm-hmm. Have uh, a listener reach out on to LinkedIn on LinkedIn today. Okay, yeah, that's great. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully we'll have coffee together. There you go. So I feel like LinkedIn is a great place to find me. Of course, my cell phone's common knowledge four two three seven seven three one six zero seven. But you like emojis and those little I do. Yes. GIF things, yep. GIF things. Send it Just to me. Send them all. Um, Blow them up, people. Right, and then <laughs> I'm sure, you know, um, and then of course. 
you know, coming by the office, of course, which is 3009 Green Line Road, which is up on the hill by At Home, Barberitos, you know, our friend Osbolt's place. Yeah. Um, on North State of Franklin. Yeah, Correct. Yeah. Sam's. And you can so, see us from the interstate. So come on by. Yeah. I mean, Sorry. really, social media, though, is, is LinkedIn for me. Of course, Facebook, too. Facebook. Instagram. You TikToking? I am TikToking. I, I don't TikTok as much as I probably could um, because. I consider TikTok a probably like a, a three to five percent of social, right? I do TikTok though in a way and consume TikTok occasionally because I feel like LinkedIn will take aspects of it and and kind of the trend, right, in social is TikTok. And so it'd yeah. be um learning from that genre. Yes. Because as folks can probably imagine, you know, we as an industry have opportunity with social media to take advantage of the TikToks, the Instagrams, the LinkedIn's, the Facebooks of the world, the YouTubes, the podcast, um, to get our message out sure. to our audience. Right. Um, and so that's why I want to, I wanted to learn a yeah. little bit about TikTok, And so it's I consume a little TikTok when Carly and Christian send me, crazy videos that are just unbelievable i mean it's yes. just amazing what people are doing on on there i'm just, we're in just a creative era that's yeah just, it's really cool maybe it's like a renaissance or something so it is it is i mean you think about where we have come from the opportunity to only buy billboards and phone books and things like that to then have these free essentially free platforms yeah to get your message out there, whether you are talking about Johnson City, small businesses, real estate, coffee shops, whatever it may be. Yeah. Uh, we're in a unique era. And I, I don't think people realize the impact that the internet and social media has had on our society. It's amazing. Yeah. It is unreal. Well, thank you so much I've, for some man, this is always fun. time with me yeah. um, and our listeners. Thank you guys for listening. I really enjoyed Hanging out with you today is I'm, I'm just blessed that you're a good friend. Um, thank you all for listening. Until next time, I am Colin Johnson with the Colin and Carly Group and Keller Williams Realty with Ryan McKinney. Absolutely. If you want to sell your home or make a move to Johnson City, call me. I'm here to help. Thanks. Thanks, bro. It's good. And we got new music. <laughs> <laughs>